What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this live episode of Would You Rather, live on a Thursday night in your podcast feeds on a Friday. Today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, Kyle. It's made, it's for, made those for those who watch, who watch it. it. Pepsi, made for watching football. Good evening, sir. Good evening, indeed. What's going on with you? Man, i got to be honest with you. I went straight from like giving my daughter a bath and rocking her to bed to right here. So, oh, know, like, so there's not even got- a cool down period. I'm in dad mode a little bit, so. Sorry if any yeah. bad jokes come forth. Well, mentally prepared. I've been mentally prepared for him, so it is what it is. Yeah. I want to give you the first one. And you're sitting here with this beautiful Don Shula starter jacket. And um, okay. okay. Imagine I don't, not, I don't need my face in here, right? He's just put the coat in. Imagine not being part of the live stream so you could see this. Kyle, I have something for you. Next Thursday, are you with yeah. me? We both wear Halloween. our Halloween, yeah, Halloween, Halloween costumes. costumes? Yes. yes. All right. Absolutely. I think you, people will see a very, you know what mine is, right? Uh, Yeah, I yeah. do. So it'll be very. <laughs> Your wife tipped this off to it. Be so. Very different contrast on the on the costumes, but we'll give those to you mm-hmm. uh, next Thursday. And, and you know what mine is, so. I do. It's friggin' glorious. That's yep. what I'll say about that. All right, here we go. You ready for this? I need you to like lock in because there's some layers to this and I'm going to, I'm going to set you up here. All right. I'm ready. Congratulations. Tua was terrific in his NFL debut against the Rams. He completed 23 of 33 passes for 288 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 28 to 23 win over the Los Angeles Rams. What's All the of, What's the catch? Just keep going here. There's you'll, right. you'll be okay. Right. You got it All so right. far. Right. Got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you so far. 20, Great 23 of 33, 288, three touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. Yeah. All of your work is done for post game. All right. It's time to celebrate. Would you rather have your favorite bourbon or your favorite cigar? You can only have one. And if you pick bourbon, no cigar at all. If you pick cigar, no alcohol at all. I'm talking money is no object. Yeah, that's what makes it it incredibly depressing to think about. Depressing. Um, I just gave you a great thing. I understand that, but uh, but I can't have both. Yeah, that's the thing. But you can't have both. That's right. Probably the bourbon. Probably the bourbon. Old Forester 1910. Give me a double pour of that. Sit on that. Sip on that. (laughs) Mainly because it's like been miserable and cold and I'm not allowed to smoke in the house. So... (laughs) Gonna sit out on the back deck. So if I'm gonna smoke, I gotta sit out on the back deck, and it gets chilly now in the east. You got a heater out there. I've been there. Been there. Yeah, but I'd enjoy it more if I wasn't like it wasn't some big production to enjoy it. It's a great question, though. It's a great question. There you go. I didn't. I see. I left you hanging, but it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? No, that was all good. I was expecting like, but so and so gets hurt. (laughs) No, it's (laughs) not a jerk. You know. Hold on. I gotta I do if I can get you to call me a shithead though, you called me a shithead earlier, so that would be twice in one day. On the on the Thursday pod. 
Yeah, on Thursday yeah. podcast. So we'll see if I can get that done tonight. Uh, okay. Question for you, Joe. Would you rather trade an early second round pick for Quinn and Williams, which reportedly would get it done? Yeah. For whatever odd ass reason that, that this is a <laughs> thing that might happen. Or would you rather have your pick of any 2021 interior defensive lineman? With that same pick that I would have used in the second round? Yes. So I like this question. I think it's an easy answer. The easy answer for me is trading for Quinn and Williams. Yeah. But I do like the the baked-in talking point here about this 2021 defensive tackle class, interior defensive line class. We've kind of done a bunch of work on it, and we've talked about it recently. And this yeah, is we've just rehashed not, a lot of this class in the last not, week. Not a year, not a year to need need one of those. And there's it's a slow position, anyways, right? Like guys don't come in at defensive tackle and like light it up right away. And now you kind of have a, I think, a below average talent pool to pick from. So uh Quinnen, I mean. I've watched all of his games this year. I think he was – he's had some really outstanding moments. He's better than he was last year. Last year, he injured his foot like in week one, and that set him behind the eight ball to begin with. You know, he's not really getting a chance to truly like play in a penetration-style role, so you're not seeing as many splash plays. But the flashes from Quinnen are really exciting. I thought he was – I think he was my number one player in the 2018 draft. Is it 18, 19? 19. 19. 19. Yes. So, yeah, I'm – I'm all in on Tua, or excuse me, on uh, Tua, huh? Quinnen. All right, sick. Quinnen. Quinnen uh, with this proposition. Very good. All right, you ready? Uh, you are the Baltimore Ravens. Now, they just signed Des Bryant. But now, you, get, get rid of that. Get, that out, of, get okay. that out of your mind, all right? You're, you're, you're Eric DaCosta. You get to make this choice. Okay. You get to sign Des Bryant. Or Antonio Brown. Say it to me one more time. You're the Baltimore Ravens. You're the no, general I manager. That, I got that part. You can pick, part. you can sign, you can sign one of two receivers, Des Bryant or Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. If I'm Baltimore and I'm in the here and now, they're very clearly all in this year, right? Man, they they yeah. traded for for no. Yannick and Gakue for a three and a conditional five. Two months after Minnesota traded a two in a conditional five for Yannick and Gakwe. Um, Minnesota is going to be really fun to see who's available for them, you know, because if they're really having a fire, if if you're making this move after two months, you damn well better be having like a real on legit fire sale. You know what I mean? Um but I'm signing Antonio Brown. I think the ceiling there is significantly higher if you are in a one-year situation. And this is a team that has shown they're not afraid to walk away if they feel the conduct is detrimental to the team because that's exactly what they did with Earl Thomas. So I would rather have the guy with the higher ceiling who has a family member on the team that you can hopefully get really good buy-in from. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you know you can still... Pull the plug, walk away, no questions asked. 
Can I add one more in here? And it's actually Nick uh, Coscarelli in the chat. Marvin Jones. So, yeah, so you, same two players, but also Marvin Jones is one of those three options. Which What's, you go the with What's the trade value? What's the trade value? Fourth round, fifth round pick, fifth round pick. Yeah, yeah, I'll give over the five for a guy who I know is not going to be a problem. But can give you what you're looking for at receiver? Mm-hmm. Dude can still play. Okay. Ironically enough, Joe, I had a would you rather... Baltimore Ravens take for you. Let's keep it keep it with the Ravens. Flock. You are the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. You are Eric DaCosta. Would you rather re-sign Matt Judon at market price or Yannick Ngakwe at market price? So what's market price? 18 and 22? 18 for Judon and 22 for Yannick? I'd say probably 24 for Yannick. But 18 for Judon? Yeah. Well, the benefit that DaCosta has is he gets to watch the rest of the year, right? He gets right. to watch 10 games of both of those players. I think, I think Yannick has a higher ceiling, right? I think he's more explosive. I think he can... As a pass rusher. Right, you you lose something against the run, probably. Mm-hmm. But I, the most important thing is the pass rush. But I am talking about six extra million dollars a year, which you know that's a good chunk. That, of that's change. that's a good player. It's a good player, especially when I have Lamar's contract coming up. Right, and Ronnie Stanley's contract's coming up. Yeah, he just paid Marlon Humphrey. Right. So they they're projected to have thirty seven million dollars in cap space this offseason as things currently stand. The Locked On Network has been raving about Built Bars ever since the summertime, but the Built brand has a new product. It's a workout gel called Built Go, and it's built to help you break through your mental and physical barriers every single day. It's easy to take. It comes in a one and a half ounce package. You can put it in your back pocket, in your golf bag, in your suitcase, your briefcase, your lunchbox, you name it. It is easy to have on the go, hence Built Go. It's the best workout gel on the market. It's like a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine, but even better results. comes in three delicious flavors. My personal favorite is chocolate mint. If you like coconut, chocolate coconut is a really good way to go. There's also peanut butter honey. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein, which is fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast, and it's easier on your stomach. It's loaded with the good stuff, like beta alanine, B3 honey, and a kick of caffeine, and it kicks to keep you going all day strong, all day long, with B6 and B12. So visit Built Go and use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. You got to fit Lamar and Ronnie both I got the in answer. There. I got the answer. The answer is Yannick Ngakwe. And the reason is I think he's a better player. But yeah. also, Judon's going to go. And I'm going to get a th- probably going to get a three back. You get a three from letting either one of them walk. Well, the problem is I didn't, I didn't just give up a three. I just gave up a three to get Yannick. So, so I guess the, the point of view is if you if you let and that's why I like this deal so much for Baltimore is if you let Yannick walk, if you choose, hey, 24 is pretty rich for us, you're getting exactly back what you gave. You just have to wait a year to get it because it'll be a comp pick. Because Baltimore really doesn't give out a lot of big contracts. 
they gave out the three-year $55 million Earl Thomas contract in 2019. And like, that's the only free agent contract they've signed that's in excess of like $5 million a year over the past two years. And they have to take care of paying their own. I want the better player. And I think that's figure young. out the rest as you go. Yeah, but I, I the, the, again, DaCosta is going to have 10 weeks to watch this. Well, more than that because playoffs. So he's got an advantage there. Okay, Kyle, let's let's get back to some challenging stuff that you don't want to have to pick between, but you you have to. You are the Chicago the Chicago Bears, okay? And you are forced to draft a quarterback in the second round of this year's draft. And here's the, the second caveat. round, no, of this year's draft. Here's the caveat: you get all twenty twenty one to get ready, but you have to start this player every week in twenty twenty two. Let's make it even worse. Here's your choices. You can only choose one of these two players. Zach Wilson. No, brother. I'm not giving you anything good here. <laughs> Shit. Jamie Newman. Bo Nix or Ian Book. Who would you rather have? Uh, Bo Nix gives me more physical potential than Ian Book. In books like Johnny Menzel size. Give me the guy with more physical talent that I can groom for a year and try and hope for the best for. I think that's the right choice, as painful as it is. Yeah. There's no good answers here. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Our good buddy JC in the comments here. You see this yeah, one? Yeah, I think we have to take it. We oh, do. Yeah. We absolutely do. Sorry, I got this uh, sports nut quick snap me with the Mac Jones or Kyle Trask. So it pushed the comments up. I didn't mean to pick that one. So JC, would you rather have Tua? Hi, JC, by the way. Jonathan. Thanks for, thanks for stopping Jonathan in. Cornell. Jonathan Cornell. Would you rather have Tua Tungavailoa or Josh Allen as your starting quarterback? Joe? This is going to be a, gr- a great moment of audio where I say Josh Allen and Kyle says Tua. and there's. You'd say Josh Allen over Tua? Yeah, I would. If Tua becomes what you think he would before the 2021 NFL draft, what would your answer be? Tua. Okay. That's that's a reasonable answer, right? That is a perfectly reasonable answer, yeah. It's intellectually honest as well, and I pride myself in that. Yeah, that's what we, we try to uh, – you know, obviously, we rep the brands and rep the teams, but we can be objective as we need to be. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. As I sent you today, my phone thinks I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Because you're always looking at stuff to send me. No, the, the reason... No, you think that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's because we talk about the Dolphins audibly a lot, like between, between you and I, or because I've like... I think they're, I, they're, like, they're I, listening in your, on your phone. No, I, I bought you like... Um, was it a groomsman gifts or something like that? It was like a Oh, Dolphins. yeah. So yep. like I did that yep. on my phone and like yep, my yep, phone yep, yep. just thinks I'm a Dolphins fan. So I get, I get good sponsored ads all the time. Good. What about Von Tells here? You see this one? I'll read it. It says, would you rather narrate your own life for two weeks? Like Peter from family guy. Imagine thinking I know who that is from family guy or try to reach nine wins with Gase, Patricia and Hugh on your staff. 50 millions you, on the line. You don't know who Peter Griffin is. He's one of the guys on Family Guy. He's, he's the main character. Close your eyes. Is it the or, dad cl- with the butt chin? Yes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Yeah. You know who that is? 
I don't know. I thought the little baby was the may I didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is the baby I what's hate his you name? Sometimes Stewie. He's not the main character? No, Stewie Griffin is not the main character. Peter is the dad of the family. He's the patriarch of the family. He's the main character. Would you say that Homer Simpson or Bart Simpson's the main character? Homer Simpson. I would say that Bart Simpson's the main character. No. Okay. I don't know, dude. Do you think I've ever watched The Simpsons like maybe twice in my life in 1994? Bad example. All right. So he, he goes on this big kick where he literally narrates everything he does out loud. Actions, sitting up in bed, getting a drink from the cupboard, start getting my key, starting the car. You got to say everything you do for two weeks or reach nine wins with Gaze Patricia and you on your staff. I'm going to narrate my life. Yeah. Like how do you even mess that up? It's a, and if you forget, I guess you forget oh, something. Forget. Yeah. I might forget. That's a long time. Two weeks. Uh, but I could tell you, I'm definitely not hitting nine wins with Gase Patricia and Hugh on my staff. So that's not on your staff. These are guys that convinced NFL teams to hire them to be NFL head coaches. Mm. I can have Gase as my assistant special teams coach. I could have Patricia as a defensive assistant and I can have Hugh as my quality control coach. I don't kind of sus there. How you're trying to work your way around that. I got I one mean, for you. I got wait, does this you. actually happen in the show? He does this. He narrates himself. Yeah, there's like an episode where he does that. And so I'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go get a glass of water," or "I'm now I'm going to walk to the recliner. I'm going to now yeah. watch the Eagles game." Yep, I'm going to turn the volume down. Everything like you can't have one yeah. slip. Right. I mean, how ridiculous! I am now going to blink. I'm now going to continue narrating. I'm going <laughs> to. Bre- I mean, how how ridiculous does it get? You know what I mean? Well, you just got to hope for the best, I guess. We got to get off this. We got to. Okay. Okay. I got one for you. I got one for you. <laughs> right. Would you rather you are a rebuilding franchise and you want to go with a veteran quarterback to start your rebuild? Would you rather start your rebuild knowing that you need to draft a long-term quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater? Or Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's a good one, man. That's really good. I was just on Charlotte Radio talking about Teddy and how he was the wrong quarterback if you wanted to be in it for one of the top guys, just like kind of with Fitz. Now, now Miami fortunately had the worst roster the NFL's ever seen last year, so Fitz couldn't really get you to like seven or eight wins and really get you out of strike zone. Right. Obviously, you could have traded up, but and certainly Joe Burrow becoming Joe Burrow helped with that. Um, and I'll pick, I'm going to pick Fitz. And the reason why is I think that I think he has a, he's, I think he might be a better quarterback, but what Fitz brings from a leadership perspective is unmatched, right? Like Fitz fits the players, fits the player, but whenever you've had this guy on your team, you really appreciate what he brings to the table in terms of an, from leadership and intangibles. And I'd want that. I'd want that in my building to help me write the ship. So yeah, give me Fitz. You know, I kind of got clowned on for writing this big old, like, thank you, Ryan Fitzpatrick post when that decision came through and he spoke to the media and he was very transparent about, like, how he he, he was heartbroken to find out, you know, did I just have my last NFL start? And everyone's like, oh, well, you knew this was coming and they drafted two. It shouldn't be a surprise. And, like, yeah, this kind of still is out of left field, though, because, like, Fitz is Fitz, but Fitz has been playing well. But I look back at his 19 starts and I'm sure Tampa would say, you know, we, we think about his starts and what he did for us. 
and his 2015 season in New York with the Jets, where you know he threw for 33 touchdowns and 4,000 yards or whatever it was, and I don't know, just just the the reckless abandon in which he plays the game with, and like the lack of f's that he gives, is just like so fun to watch. Yeah. So like Miami's had a talented quarterback in Ryan Fitz or Ryan Tannehill in the building, who they couldn't get the coaching right around them, and obviously a talented quarterback. But it was more fun to watch Ryan Fitzpatrick play quarterback on a bad Dolphins team than it was to watch Ryan Tannehill try to play quarterback at a high level on a team that couldn't really get it right. Yeah, it's the most fun I've had watching a quarterback like this decade for the Dolphins. That's the, that's the same feeling I had with Fitz in Buffalo, and then we we missed like the problem is the Bills paid Fitz like he was an elite right. quarterback, right? And then there was a discrepancy there, but you always appreciated the player he was. All right, you ready for my next one? Yes. You are the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. And you are I like going to this so far. You, you are going to trade for a pass rusher. You're going to have to give up a fourth round pick. Would you rather acquire Ryan Kerrigan or Carlos Dunlap? Kerrigan. Ooh, that was quick. Yeah. I'm I'm sure for Seattle's style of play, Dunlap's probably a more friendly transition, right? But just for me, Kerrigan's one of the most slept on pass rushers in a long time. You know, his consist the consistency of his pass rush production for the entirety of his career has been super impressive to watch. I kind of feel I feel that too. I also think it applies to to Carlos yeah. Dunlap. You know, you're I mean? not you're not wrong, but he hadn't I'm had like, less than seven and a half sacks in a season since twenty twelve. It's like been unbelievable, man. I like Ryan Carrier. Okay. This is a great one from Nick. Would you rather watch a World Series Game 7 or this Thursday night football matchup? This Thursday night football matchup. I agree. I'm going to pick football every time. I agree. Great dog pick. Is that is that really your dog, Nick? Because that's a good look. I, I refuse to believe that's actually your dog because <laughs> that's like a picturesque photo. Nick, please respond in the comments and tell us if that's a legitimate photograph of your dog or not. My sister had like some professional pictures done of her puppy recently, and they, I mean, they're they're pretty spot on. It's a stock photo. I knew it. Oh, we, Nick, we knew it. We knew it. We knew it. Nick, Nick, the we disappointment. No, why are, are we disappointed? Andrew Blake said he'd rather watch App State. That wasn't an option. Well, I know, but but they do. I think App State does chimed in. Yeah, I got another one for you. Okay, and then I see uh, a couple more in the comments. I'd like to nail down. So, all right, this one's this one's trade again. So you're the Buffalo Bills. Okay, I don't you're, like this one so far, but that's okay. No, it's, it's it's just I can be objective. That, I pick the I, Bills I, because I they're objective. a team. They're a team that would realistically potentially go down this route. You're the Buffalo Bills, and you're going to trade for a tight end. Would you rather trade a fourth round pick for David and Joku or a third round pick for Zach Hertz? Joku, you get much more long term potential return on investment, and it's a cheaper pick. What's not to like? He just hasn't. He's there's no Hertz resume. Let's assume they're both. They're both. Healthy. I just there's no resume for Njoku, right? Njoku's cheaper. Njoku's younger. Njoku's more explosive. The pick for Njoku is cheaper. I think that's the easiest question you've asked me so far for me personally. Really? And I and I like David coming out. So his nickname's Chief. Chief David Njoku. It is? Yeah. How badass is that? You know who else's nickname is Chief? 
Who's that? Eric Church. Don't play. Don't play this game with me. I don't care. Don't play this game. I don't. Me. I don't care. Don't play. I don't. Halil's real Church football talk. Halil's real football talk. Let's stay on, on schedule here. Would you rather trade a second round pick for Sam Darnold or use that same pick for any QB outside of the big three? And and he's throwing Zach Wilson into this as disqualified, not able to. I'd rather have Sam. I'd rather have Sam Darnold. Would you rather have Sam Darnold than Zach Wilson? Yes. It's still early. My answer might end up being no, but right now my answer is yes. Would you rather have Sam Darnold than Trey Lance? That's where it gets fun. Do you have a sure answer on that? No, I don't. I was hoping you did. <laughs> can, I, can I get an ad read? Do we have any? There's no no Pepsi you, read. Sorry. You no, hit us with that can't. earlier today. It's like I need some more time. So let's just a uh, quick shot this uh this ad it's read Pepsi here. Ad. Yeah. Yeah, get this in. <laughs> Definitely wasn't time for that. Um I'm not prepared to answer that question. And I'll yeah, well, I mean, that's that's the that fun of this show, right? Is that we were not prepared. You just have to deal with it. Right now, I'd probably say Trey gives you a more blank slate to work with and less and less detrimental reps at the pro level. Maybe the unknowns there. And you, I mean, it's a second round pick. Well, here's the thing. Here's what's complicated with Sam, right? Is that like, it's the last year of his deal next year. And then you have to like figure out if you want to do his fifth year option this yeah. year. No, you just don't have that information yet. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I think, I, I think in this situation, I want the bank, the blank slate. Okay. Financials. They favor Lance. Businessman. Yeah. JC back with another one. Still working with Sam Darnold angle here. I like it. A lot of quarterback <laughs> talk today on the show. If you were the GM of an NFL franchise that had a bad injury at quarterback but still had a great shot to make the playoffs, would you trade for Sam Darnold or Jameis Winston? See, I like I like this. We did this last week, but the 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 layers baked into this I'd like. Um right, the extra of you're you're trying to build the bridge yeah to get through this season. And that's what makes it so tough because it's like you hear people talking about how Matt Ryan might be on the trade market, and it's like, who's going to give anything of substance for a quarterback midseason? You know, like if you're a desperate playoff team and you've got a quarterback, you say, okay, we're going to build the bridge for for two, three weeks. We got the bye week in those three weeks, and then we can put this guy in the lineup for the stretch run for the final six, seven games of the season. Like that's the only variable in which I could see a team going that route. But even still, because it's midseason, I feel like it tempers down the value of a trade so much. My answer here is Jameis Winston, and I don't think it's particularly close. Uh, Jameis has started 70 games in the NFL compared to 30 for Sam Darnold. Jameis Your Winston producer had, just pulled this up? Yeah. Jameis oh, Winston has had – look, and no disrespect to Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston's actually had success in the NFL. Can we say that Sam Darnold's had any level of success in 30 starts for the New York Jets? I don't think that's his fault. I do not think that's his fault. But at least I have something to point to with Jameis Winston from a production perspective and some level of success perspective that I think he gives me the better chance. Just got real dicey in here. I think I'm right about this. My answer is also Jameis Winston, but not for the reason you might expect. Jameis is on a one-year deal, right? So 
makes him cheaper to get, right? You're going to sell me on a comp pick. I am. I absolutely am because it's going to, he's on a contract year. So you're going to do a rental. It becomes a trial or tryout. You like him. You got him for cheap. You can extend him on your own. You get all that extra time to negotiate. If it doesn't go well, you got him for cheap. You're going to let him walk. He's going to sign a modest deal somewhere else, no matter where he goes. And you'll probably get a greater return on investment than what you gave to get him in the first place. And you avoid all that mess and noise. And he's a more experienced player. All the mess and noise of figuring out what the hell you're going to do with Sam Darnold after the year with his fifth year extension. That's a no brainer, right? So for all of those reasons that Kyle and I just gave you, James. <laughs> James. <laughs> Last one of the night from Braden. You're the Texans. Would you rather trade for Juju Smith-Schuster in a contract year or trade for A.J. Green? This is also easy in my opinion. Juju. Why? I agree with you. Why? There's just more in the tank there, right? Like, I mean, A.J. doesn't look like A.J. right now. So, give me Juju. But I Houston, mean, why is why are Pittsburgh giving up on why would he be available? Because he's in a contract year, and they got they got Pittsburgh James not five and zero oh and with a hundred year old quarterback, and they're not pull up pull up Juju Smith Schuster's usage. Is he not helping the team this year? I mean, pulling it up here. All right, he's yeah. got he's got twenty three catches for one hundred ninety four yards and three touchdowns in five games. It's not bad. He's playing 78% of the snaps. It's not bad. How many targets does he have? 28. Caught 23 of 28 targets. Are you looking at the Pittsburgh or just Juju? Just Pittsburgh. Or just Juju. Pull up Pittsburgh and tell me what their target share looks like. Since okay. you got the producer that's quick on the trigger tonight. Oh. Stewie Griffin. Stewie Griffin. I just said something to buy myself a stuff. <laughs> You're stupid. So, so here's this is this is crazy. Pittsburgh is targeting. Okay, Juju leads the team in targets with 28. James okay. Washington 26. Deontay Johnson 26 in four games. Chase Claypool 24. Eric Ebron 24. I mean, they they're throwing the ball like evenly to those five guys. That's why you trade Juju, because they're spreading the ball around. Juju's a cog in the wheel. He's an expiring contract for a team that needs to figure out financially who they're keeping, who they're extending, who they're not keeping. You can get some return on investment for a young player in Juju. Granted, he is an expiring contract, so you won't get anything crazy. He's not putting up numbers like what he did, what was it, two years ago when he absolutely blew up? Do you want to know what he's on pace for? Yeah. 74 catches for 621 yards and 10 touchdowns. The problem is he's only getting 8.4 yards of catch right now. That's so why you trade yards. And and Chase Claypool's only coming on stronger and stronger with his usage the last two or three weeks. If I'm Pittsburgh, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to see if what I can accomplish with this <laughs> football team. The other thing is Houston season's done, right? So Houston trading for a wide receiver at yeah. this point is building towards the future. And in that case, it's only Juju's your only option. If you're Houston for sure. Yeah. AJ green wouldn't make any sense for, for Houston. Yeah. Well, 
if Bill O'Brien was still there, maybe. Oh, guess what? He ain't, though. <laughs> we ain't going to be here very much longer either, Joe, because we are done for the night. For the we week. got Thursday night football, Giants at Eagles. We get to watch a very compelling NFC least contest. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. We had a great time. We hope you did as well. We do this every Monday, every Thursday. We pregame the primetime games. So make sure you set your alarm clocks, mark it in your calendars, come back and see us. If you're listening to this on Friday, swing on by, check it out. Joe, real quick, question in the comments. Steelers-Titans, who wins this week? Home team. Do we know who that is? I think it's Tennessee. I'm going to go the opposite. I'll pick, I'll pick Pittsburgh just to make it interesting. There you go. We'll find out who's got bragging rights on uh, on Monday. Tighten up. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino signing off. Thanks as always for listening and watching the Draft Juice Podcast.